in Fort Collins. Fort Collins. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258, My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Hey folks, The Rev here. Urban Survival is more than just a well-stocked pantry. It's preparations for contingencies that separate winners from losers. Be sure to attend the Longmont Survival Expo March 2nd and 3rd at the Boulder County Fairground. It's Northern Colorado's premier event featuring thousands of survival products and subject matter experts. The event will be held in the Exhibit Building at 9595 Nelson Road, Longmont, Colorado. Phone number 970-581-5231. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs, from rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet. Our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. 
A lot of radio stations can boast about having two, three, even 500,000 listeners. But what they don't tell you is that their average listener only listens for four minutes. And if they're listening to music, they're constantly changing the channel. Same old boring commentary. Or as soon as a commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have some of the longest continuous listener minutes in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial as soon as a commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss one second of their favorite programs. Advertise with AM 1360 KHNC and have your message heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We have the best rates in Colorado. So call us at 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Peace. 
Good morning. Welcome to this morning's program for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I'm going to begin with, um, for today, because of different things that are happening in the Christian community, especially in the um, IHOP, which is the International House of Prayer Assemblies. I don't know. I don't follow generally much um, much of the Christian world, but I've had to pay more attention to it lately. The um, main leader, Mike Bickle, has uh, been removed from IHOP. He's been uh, permanently because of inappropriate behavior. I know that most probably listening aren't familiar with the New Apostolic Reform Movement. Mainly they call themselves charismatic. Charismatic is kind of a... There are two terms, Pentecostal charismatic. And really charismatics are Pentecostal. But they changed the lingo to remove themselves from maybe what years ago the word Pentecostal meant strange, odd, different. And they went to the term charismatic. They're the same. Charismatic, Pentecostal, same coin, different side. I don't, uh, I have been in and out of charismatic Pentecostal slash churches or Pentecostal slash charismatic churches to study, to see what the what they are, to understand these creatures in the evangelical churches of America. They're in the Bible. Anything related to evangelical Christianity is in the scripture because we are one family called Laodicea, the church in Laodicea. And um, I'm going to begin with 1 Peter 4.17. For the time has come. I'll tell you what, let me do something. Okay. 1 Peter Four sixteen through eighteen. Peter says, 
Yet, if any man suffer in as a Christian, if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it, it and if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? Verse 18, And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? This is a promise that there will be the judgments that come to the world especially in the final decade before Christ returns. We're in that decade, early in the decade. For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God, and if it first began at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? So judgment has begun on the house of God. I see this matter of the um, IHOP, International House of Prayer. There are many members, ex-members of the IHOP that are on social media, YouTube, etc., and uh, they're all, they all have a view. They all have an experience. They are familiar with the goings-on or what has happened, has been happening in that international ministry. You have a... It's very interesting that it is a business... It is a system of religion, a system of a belief system. It is a big apostolic prophetic movement. There are those that um, are part of the group in Kansas City that are doing everything possible to keep the system together. As a, as a believer, this is my view, I've known about and watched, been aware of, and been careful over the years when it comes to IHOP. Anybody in the IHOP system. The um, boy, I'm trying to decide which way to how to lay this out. The system must survive. When Christ came, the religious world of his time, it was shaken, 
It had to be shaken. The only one who could shake it was Christ himself. And that's his intention was to shake it. There was very little God and a great involvement of man. Traditions, superstition, uh, the teachings of man. And Christ did shake it. God is going to shake and is shaking presently, will continue to shake everything in his lampstands. I'm specifically addressing in the evangelical churches. In Hebrews 25, be careful and see that you do not refuse to listen when God speaks. If those who refused to listen to Him when He warned them on earth, they did not escape, how much worse will it be for us if we refuse to listen to God who warns us from heaven? When He spake before, back then, His voice shook the earth. But now he has promised, once again I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words, once again, clearly show us that everything that was made, things that can be shaken, will be destroyed, they'll be removed, so that only the things that cannot be shaken will remain. Anything of man is going to be shaken. The Catholic churches, that system, it's a religious order. The same with the Lutheran churches, Episcopalian, Anglican. These are the non-Laodicean churches, though they're in America. The... Um, Evangelical churches, every aspect of evangelical Christianity is going to be tested. Only the things that cannot be shaken will remain. Verse 28, Hebrews 12, 28. Let us be thankful because we have and we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. In the kingdom that Paul is referring to, there are additional little kingdoms, little empires, little religious worlds. America is full of many little empires. As a result, or in, the way, in this way, we should worship God in a way that pleases Him with respect, reverence, devotion, and fear. Because our God is like a fire that burns things up. He's a consuming, devouring fire. Everything must be shaken. The fire is going to be put to everything. The, and I know there are many who will probably, that are involved in the new apostolic reform 
way. It is a way. What is happening in the IHOP ministry is going to be shaken. And those that are involved in leadership that have committed themselves that receive a paycheck will do everything to keep that system internationally moving in momentum as if nothing happened. There have been different people that have come forward and um, Mike Bickle has been the center of these people. The, he, they have uh, his uh, inappropriate actions are now in, are now in the open there's talk that possibly there would be the restoration process where bringing outside people to help restore the damage which it's not going to it's not going to you can't restore what's been done It has been shaken, and to try to restore this individual back to a position of authority and responsibility in the sense that he may have had before, it's not biblical. But this is the Pentecostal way. This is the way of the charismatics. Someone is caught in a situation, sexual or otherwise, and they try to, because of the personality of the individual, his, his ability, uh, his uh, way to draw crowds, whatever it may be, he's very important to the system. This man is the most important because the system is basically him. But... Paul makes it clear in his writings to Timothy that uh, there are requirements for people that are holding the souls of men, the souls of people, men and women, children. They're responsible for holding them in their care. Souls of men are not like handling gold and silver, dollars, property, completely different matter these individuals in God's plan meet Christ begin the season which is a lifelong season of growth of maturing of knowing God of serving God in a in a reality and then with the abilities God gives you spiritual abilities using these abilities to further the kingdom of heaven on earth so you're maturing you're taking care of your Christian life you're sanctifying yourself daily remaining holy, remaining pure, remaining 
righteous. And then, to add to that, you have a duty to be salt and light to affect the world, the people around you, your family, and to present to them the knowledge of the God that lives inside of you, the God that you experience daily, and bringing that revelation that you have in reality to them that they might also follow Christ and labor, work in a field in the world, the micro or macro world where God calls them to bring forth fruit that is worthy of repentance. Now, Matthew chapter 7, and I'm, I'm using the IHOP as an example. This kingdom, this little empire of man, this belief system is dominionist. They are dominionists. They're going to take over the world. It's a, a system where the center of the system is power. It's not holiness and righteousness. They, they say we want to be holy and righteous. But really, they strive for the power that is given to them by the giftings of the Holy Spirit. Dominionism is to take over the world. Dominion is to rule, to reign on earth presently, not in the millennial kingdom. So the new apostolic reform, this is, this is one of the big new apostolic reform ministries tied into the joiner ministries in the East Coast, to tied into um, Redding, California, Bill Johnson, uh, the Toronto crowd, Pensacola crowd, all of the charismatic crowd, for the most part, our new apostolic reform, meaning we will take over the world, take over positions in city, local government, state government, federal government, and we will rule. And eventually, simply, when Christ returns, we will give the world to Christ as a gift well they have no thought that and the another thing too is they are um, pre-trib or mid-trib rapture there's no concern for what Christ said would happen tribulation and great tribulation there's no preparing for that. There are so many things I'm trying to present. A Take you on a tour of a mansion, an 80,000 foot mansion in the matter of minutes. I see it 
I understand it. There's no going, there's, there will be no recovery of the empire of the IHOP crowd. The damage is done, and they feel it is the devil. They feel Satan has come in. They could have kept Satan out, but Satan came in and began to do the, and to begin the destruction. But I'm telling you, I'm reading you verses that God said He is going to shake what can be shaken. And the judgment that's coming to the world is going to begin in God's churches, in His family. This is what happened in Israel. The same principles that are happening in the churches in America happened with ancient Israel. The punishment came first and the the uh, shaking came first before Israel became a nation and then after it became a nation because of the conduct of the Israelites at the time and it was conduct they were carried away into the other nations they had drought they had war they had diseases the society was dysfunctional until they repented this time they I've heard many of the people talking about repentance 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 it's true that's true there needs to be repentance but at the same time they have a philosophy that is tied into the dominionist view of their doctrine which is not going to God's not going to allow that to continue we'll be back in just a few minutes hello everybody in northern Colorado you're all looking good. I knew you would. <laughs> Keep listening to AM 1360, the roar of the Rockies, the best station ever. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. This is Tammy with Naturally Inspired Health Network. We created a group with real solutions for healthy living. Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? Debbie Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? Dr. Sharon Montez, Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health. NaturallyInspiredHealthNetwork.com. Connecting people with real solutions for health. 
what type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin's son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals, All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Tune in to Swamp Fight Wednesday at 5 p.m. when I'll be joined by the MyPillow guy himself, Mike Lindell. That's Wednesday at 5 p.m. right here on AM 1360. Continuing into the second half of the first hour. Podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com to the podcast section for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church, 1360KHNC.com. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Sundays 9 to noon here on 1360 AM radio. All week long I have uh, watched what I could, when I could, uh, watching what is happening with the IHOP crowd. Now listen, yes, there are those members, uh, ex-members, that are very critical. They're very unhappy the way that the charges and the people that have been um, involved in this abuse 
and the um, inappropriate sexual con conduct. There are many in the IHOP that are speaking ab against it, but they are NAR. They are new apostolic reform movement. They're upset because they'll go to another new apostolic reform group. They don't realize that that philosophy, that type of thinking is what Christ is judging. It's not just the conduct of Mike Bickle and the pro other problems in the assemblies, in the movement internationally. It is the philosophy. It is the religious, the whole religious view of what that movement is. Now, then, you have many uh, in the Christian community, there have been many who have, through the years, addressed the matter of their, of their philosophy, of their religious thought. Now, we can all have our view, opinion, but what the, let me see, well I had, I was going to read out of Matthew, yeah I'm going to read out of Matthew, what, what we think is one thing. What the scripture is presenting, that is what is important. Now, in Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7, these chapters are about the conduct, the subjective, or the, um, a believer, well, let me, let me explain it this way so I don't confuse myself. In Genesis chapter 1, 7, God created the heavens and the earth. He created man in his image to have dominion. So man was created in God's image and was given dominion. In our likeness after a, a make, let us give man well, let me let me just go to so I can explain this perfectly. Because all right. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female. And God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, subdue it, 
and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over everything that moves upon the earth. In verse 26, God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Image and dominion. Let us make man in our image. Let them have dominion over the earth. Okay? Now, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 20. Six, Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7 is about image. It's not about dominion. These teachings of Christ in these chapters is about subjective image, sanctification image, holy and righteous living that image that is subjective. It's in Galatians also. Let me get it. In Galatians, there are the works of the flesh. There are the... Um, well, I had it printed out. There are the works of the flesh. Oh, here it is. And then there are the two different ways of living. There is the law of the flesh, basically. Then there is the fruit of the Spirit. This, the fruit of the Spirit is image. These fruits are the image, the inner Life, the subjective, important matters of a Christian walk. Whereas dominion, the new apostolic reform, many of the charismatic Pentecostal churches, their focus isn't on image, their focus is on dominion. If you, if we as Christians, if we miss and don't attend to the inner life, cultivate the relationship with God and men in the body or outside of the body of Christ, which is the most important, your, your uh, conduct, uh, the word is uh, integrity, subjective, then you aren't qualified really to hold any position of power. And Paul talks about it to Timothy. These men that are to be bishops and deacons, they have requirements. The requirements are subjective. It's not about can they cast demons out? Can they heal the sick? Do they speak in tongues? Do they... Anything. With the family of God, there's image and dominion. Subjective control of who you are so that you can remain holy 
and righteous and that there's no guile in your heart, then there are the gifts in the gifts, the uh, gifts of power, the gifts of the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. These are for warfare. Those are not, those giftings have nothing to do with your spiritual growth. It has to do with your work, your labor, what you do to free people from bondage. The giftings in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, they don't cause you to grow as an individual. They're not meant to help you grow. These are for warfare, for battle. And in Galatians, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. There's no law against things like this. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the self with his passions and desires. There is nothing in here that pertains to outward warfare. There is nothing here that pertains to ruling, dominion, power. This is conduct. Keeping your you being in control of, of your flesh, of your emotions, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, your ego. There are two parts to the Christian life. Image and dominion. As we grow in Christ and as we learn how to protect ourselves from the flesh, to stay out of the flesh, the deeds of the flesh, then we have the the uh, I don't want to say ingredients, we have we are already like for people that God is called to responsibility in the body. You have the maturity and you have your mind, emotion, and will and your flesh under control. And then you can fulfill the duties that God gives you through the anointing that you have your conscience is clear and your heart is right and in your heart there's no you're not looking to people as a way to get something your conscience is clear because you you aren't offending god you're not offending man and your intuition god has the way to show you the direction to go in your life, what you've been called to do, to accomplish, then you are given 
the giftings to fight the coming battles. What's happened in, what will happen, has happened, and will continue to happen in all of the churches. I'm using IHOP as an example. Don't think this won't happen in Baptist churches or or the uh, fundamental, what they would call very Bible-based doctrinal theology-based assemblies. The shaking is coming to every, every assembly. It's coming to Rick Warren's group, to Rick Joyner's group. It's coming to Chuck Smith's assemblies. It's coming to, there's no assembly, there's no, what we call evangelical churches or evangelical Christianity in the Messianic movement assemblies in the um, well every aspect of evangelical Christianity the shaking the testing is coming now here's what Christ said remember 5, 6, and 7 of Matthew is all about image. has nothing to do with dominion. It's about the individual keeping his own soul and his flesh subject to him. And his conduct has to be the conduct of what Christ presents in his teachings in the matter of judging. Am I judging what's happening in the IHOP assemblies. I am. I have to. I am judging, but I'm judging with the right understanding. Am I judging the conduct of Bickle? Well, Everybody has to, well, we shouldn't judge. And this is what they're saying in the assembly. Well, we can't judge because, you know, we're not supposed to judge. No, that's not what the scripture says. We are to be careful how we judge. We're to judge, but we've got to be careful. This Ravi Zacharias, I would watch him on TV years ago, and just something wasn't right. And then we find out after he dies that he had been having affairs with women and his daughter I feel so sorry for her she had to come out after his death and admit publicly that yes after the investigation they found that he had been having sexual relationships with women and and God bless her God bless her for looking at the situation, addressing it honestly, in a godly fashion. Good for her. God bless her. That work of Rabbi Zachariah, uh, I think that was his name, is done, is, is over. It's all, everything is going to be shaken. What I do is going to be shaken. 
I have to be very careful with my the things that I present on the weekend and during the week and my view of eschatology and my view in the way that I see things developing in the world. I have to be very careful. And I have people that visit with me and they don't necessarily agree with everything I see, what I feel, what I say. And, and they shouldn't. And it doesn't bother me. Because I have to be tested on my views. Sometimes I'm, I, uh, I make, I do what I see doesn't, isn't what happens. But it doesn't affect anybody in the sense of negative. It's not like uh, somebody having relationships with immoral relationships with people in a an assembly. It is a view. It is a. I don't say, "Thus saith the Lord God." This will come to pass. I don't say that, but I do say, in my view of eschatology, this is what I feel. This is what I see, and I'll stand on that and allow God to shake it. So Matthew 5, 6, and 7 is not about dominion. It is about image within, subjective, inner life, abiding life. This is in, in uh, where Christ, in, in, in uh, uh, the Gospel of John, talks about abide in the vine. You abide in me and I in you. And you're going to bear much fruit. Well, this is inner life. Paul in Ephesians talks about the warfare that will occur. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood, against principalities, powers, spiritual wickedness. But here's what Christ said at the end of his teachings about inner life, subjective life, about conduct. Verse 25, Matthew 7. Uh, actually, I'm going to go to 24. Verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. The rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew, and beat upon that house. It fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Everyone that hears these sayings of mine and doesn't do them shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. The rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and great was the fall of it. It came to pass. When Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. The rain, the, the, rain, the floods, the winds are blowing on the work of Mike Bickle and upon the people at IHOP who have good paychecks 
They have to keep that system alive. That cow, in a sense, I'll use the example of a cow. They need to keep it alive because it's going to give them milk, which they can make butter and cheese out of. But if God is shaking it, which I personally believe these are the winds, the rains, and the floods that God has sent to test what has been happening for over about 40 years with that assembly. It's being shaken. The winds, the rains, the floods can be likened to the demonic forces on earth, likened to the fallen angels in the heavens, can be likened also to the world, like Rome, Rome and the religious world and the demons of hell. They were all present to test Christ during the night of his retrayal and before his going before Pilate. The winds, the rains, and the floods, they came against all of the teachings of Christ, all that he did during his ministry. The devil, the demons, Rome, the religious world, the society came to test. And, there, and Christ passed every test perfectly. Individually, we will all be tested in the same way. Not as harshly, but we're going to be tested. The spirits in the air, the demons on the ground, the world, the people around you, your family, the religious world, the people that you are involved with in your Christian, uh, the company that you keep with Christian people, don't think that God won't use them to test you. And if you have built your life on the sayings of Christ in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, it's all subjective. Ask, seek, knock. This is subjective. Praying, asking the Lord for what you need. Seeking the Lord, knocking. Some of my favorite verses. Seek and you shall find. Ask and it shall be given. Knock and the door will be opened. Subjective. And sometimes in your seeking, you ask, you seek, you're looking, you don't find what you're looking for, but you keep seeking. Eventually, eventually, you'll you'll get your answer. Subjective. Has nothing to do with the gifts of power. This is where most of Pentecostalism has failed. Now, within Pentecostalism and charismatic churches, God has had His hand on individuals 
that are they're holy, they're righteous, their conduct is correct, there's no guile in their hearts, and we're going to go to, in just a second, we're going to go to the top of the hour break, so I'm going to end here, and we'll be back in a little while. No matter what rules surround me, if I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. Mountain High Floors has been Northern Colorado and Southern Wyoming's floor experts for over 30 years. Whether you need new hardwood, sand and finish, laminates, or tile and stone, Mountain High Floors will give you the unsurpassed quality and service you deserve. We do residential, commercial, and custom work. Call 970-545-2844, mention KHNC, and get a 10% discount up to $200. Again, that's 970-545-2844. Oh, and again. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs, from rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet. Our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. Hey folks, The Rev here. Urban Survival is more than just a well-stocked pantry. It's preparations for contingencies that separate winners from losers. Be sure to attend the Longmont Survival Expo March 2nd and 3rd at the Boulder County Fairground. It's Northern Colorado's premier event featuring thousands of survival products and subject matter experts. The event will be held in the Exhibit Building at 9595 Nelson Road, Longmont, Colorado. Phone number 970-581-5231. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training Course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Hey, 
Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome to the second hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Podcasts for the programs are on 1360khnc.com. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado. 
8-0502. Sundays, 9 to noon. Generally, I can make it in if the weather isn't too bad. And I was able to get in today in spite of a little inclement weather, a little bit of snow, ice, fog. Made it in. In the first hour, I'm presenting, was addressing this matter of the International House of Prayer, Mike Bickle, the allegations, spiritual, I'm sorry, uh, sexual inappropriate behavior, which was true. People have come forward. The ministry removed him, let him go, fired him, whatever it is they do. He's no longer part of the International House of Prayer. This has affected internationally many of their affiliate churches, their assemblies. Um, it is a, for me, this is bigger than a Jimmy Tammy Swaggart, I'm sorry, uh, Baker problems, Jimmy Swaggart problems in the Pentecostal church community in the past. This is major, I, I say, because this is international and it's affecting not just their assemblies, but it's affecting the whole new apostolic reform network of assemblies throughout the country. All of them are being affected. There's a gentleman by the name of, or a man by the name of T.D. Jakes. There's a guy by the name of Gino Jennings, Christian man. They're both black. And Jakes, his doctrine, he has been, just in the last two weeks, uh, some of his behavior was inappropriate. He's denying it. Don't judge lest you be judged type of talk. Geno Jennings has been, as a black man in the black church community, has addressed much of T.D. T. D. Jakes's behavior, teachings. And J. Jakes, what he did is he, because of the ridicule and because of the exposing that has been taking place, he has asked the Council of Black Churches to basically mediate between he and Geno Jennings. Jennings is ready. He's up for it. He's ready to go. But in the meantime, Jakes has brought in the FBI to investigate Jennings. And not only did Jakes bring in the FBI, he brought and has asked and to petition the FCC to cancel Jennings on the radio. Now, this is exactly what happened with the Pharisees in the time of Christ. They brought in Rome. They didn't 
stay. They didn't. Uh, they had to bring in Rome. They brought in the government. Jakes is a Pharisee. I'm saying it. He is a Pharisee. And anyone in the Christian community that has to bring Rome in to protect themselves and to punish those who speak against them, mark them out. Because when you get Rome involved in the religious world, there's going to be persecution like you can't imagine. Rome was just waiting for an opportunity back then at the time of Christ. Just waiting for the opportunity. See, Rome knew how powerful the religious community of that time was. And Rome wasn't they had, you know, they didn't have all the Roman Empire, the troops from all over in the Jerusalem area. But they feared all of the religious Jews of the area. So Rome had to be careful. But once the door was open for Rome to come in and begin the prosecution of a righteous man, then things changed. Christ did say that uh, he knew Rome was coming to tear down the temple brick by brick, stone by stone and the theft that would take place. Well, the Christian community, the Christian world in this country better be very, very careful any of these assemblies throughout this country, the good, quote, want to be careful with, uh, wait, let me back up. These churches that are tied into the government better be careful. Because once Rome has access to your front door, to your office, to your assembly. Be careful. T.G. Jakes, this man, Jakes, I've, <clears throat> oh, I haven't followed him. I know who he is. Um, he's, it's all about money. But the thing is this, you can't be, you have to be careful because in the black community, as with the Hispanic community or the white community, do not attack God's anointed. If you attack God's anointed, lightning is going to hit you. You're going to die. Control mechanisms. Fear tactics. But listen, Jake's, when I saw that he had brought in FBI... Gino Jennings, this guy, I like him. I like him. This man, as a black man, is rock solid in his, as a person, and as a, he's called by God, ordained by God. Jakes? No. Jakes is there 
by the lust, by the will of the flesh. Jake's nose, I don't know where he began. Maybe someone felt that he should be put in position. Is he there by the will of God? Maybe to some degree. But has he kept, has he lived by the template that was given to the man who would be in leadership position that Paul gave to Timothy, the husband of one wife, etc.? Has he that template? Did he pattern his life off of that template? No. Did he pattern his life off of the teachings of Christ? No. The theology of who God as Father is? No. Eschatology? No. And what happens is, many of these new apostolic reform assemblies, they are 100% behind the nation of Israel, which they should be. They are, they are uh, God has a plan and a purpose with Israel. Am I going to send money to Israel for any, for any purpose? No, not really. Do I support the Jewish people? Yes. The nation of Israel? When I see the prophecies about Israel that must be fulfilled, I am 100% on board. Israel had to begin this campaign against the extreme terrorists in Gaza. It's in the Bible. What the Bible says, I am behind it. Otherwise, I fight God. So yes, I am. When Israel, Netanyahu, I'll give you an example. Is Netanyahu, as a prime minister, corrupt? Is there corruption with him? Is there unrighteous things with him? Is everything perfect? Is he a holy man, a righteous man? No. But he is the present king of Israel. He is the man that God has put in that position to take the IDF to battle against the enemies of Israel. So, I know that he is in that position because God instated, put him in. So, I know that this battle that's coming has already begun with the terrorist groups surrounding Israel without and within. It is the prophecy of Psalm 83. It's a complete prophecy. It has a beginning. It will have an end. The destruction of Damascus is not in Psalm 83. The Destruction of Damascus is in the book of Amos and in the book of Jeremiah, uh, Isaiah 17. Different, we have to keep the prophecies as they take place. We have to keep them separate. It's like a having a um, oh, I guess I don't want to use the I'm not going to use the example of a weapon. Um a car, a vehicle. 
you have suspension. It's separate from the powertrain, which is separate from the electrical, which is separate from the power plant, which is separate from the cooling system. Prophecy is just like that. Some prophecies are the tire, but they're specifically talking about Damascus or about Russia and the war coming with Russia or about the United States of America or about Egypt. Egypt has prophecies. Egypt is going to be nuked. America will nuke Egypt when America moves into the Middle East and occupies Israel, Egypt will come against the forces, American forces in Israel, and we, or Antichrist, will nuke Egypt. People don't want the churches, for the most part, the pastors of the, in the country, don't want eschatology. It will cost them their people, the old people, and mainly the older people that have been members of the assemblies for 20, 30 years, 40 years. They like comfort. They don't want to be challenged with what is coming. None of, nobody does. But it doesn't matter. You can take all the teachings of Christ concerning the end time, Throw out Matthew chapter 24. Throw out 21 of Luke. Throw out chapter I think 13 of Mark. Throw out the book of Revelation. And throw out all the prophecy. You know what's going to be left? You're going to have a car with no tires, no motor, and no windshields. You're going to have a piece of nothing. A nothing burger. Eschatology is as important as theology and doctrine because the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. In Amos chapter 3, some very key verses. This is pertaining to Israel. But we can use the concepts, we can use this for the churches in America. Hear what the Lord has spoken against you, Laodicean Church of America, the Evangelical Churches of America. Hear what the Lord has spoken against you, against this family that I brought from all the nations of the world to America to become Laodicea. You I have known of all you only have I known of all the families of the earth, where therefore I will punish you for all your iniquities. Israel is going to be punished. Israel's punishment isn't right now. Israel has to win the war of Psalm eighty three. But her punishments, other punishments are coming. And the evangelical churches in America, Pentecostal, Charismatic, Messianic, uh Catholics, Lutherans, Episcopalian, all of them. 
we're all going to have some hardship coming our way. Verse 3, can two walk together except they be agreed? In the churches in America, can the new apostolic reformed churches, the prophets of the, new, of the NAR, can the prophets of the NIR walk with the prophets outside of that system? Because there are prophets outside of that system. And they say that they have apostles in that system. I doubt very, very few. Will those apostles be able to walk with the apostles in the body of Christ outside of that system? No. Because different philosophies, different religious teachings, there will be no walking together until God brings in one key element, persecution. It's coming to NAR and non-NAR assemblies, to the whole Christian body. The Catholics, eventually there will be no Catholic churches that you can go to. There will be no Sunday Mass There'll be no Saturday night confessions. The winds, the rains, and the floods are going to blow against Catholicism, Lutheranism, Orthodox Christianity, against Evangelical Christianity, against the solid teaching members, those who are like the Church of Ephesus. Everything is correct. Everything is right. They do everything perfectly. But they've lost and left their first love. The church in Smyrna that is persecuted. Well, persecution won't be anything new to them throughout the world. But in America in the evangelical churches, we are the assembly that God has gifted for the coming battle against Antichrist in America. Now, do you think the NAR groups want to hear what I have to say about America and what's coming to America and who's going to rule America in the near future and the campaign of the all that America is on the nations of the world. We're going to invade Israel. We're going to invade the Middle East. It's begun. But our focus has to be on Psalm 83, Israel's war against her enemies. When that war is finished, Israel will sign the dreaded document of death and hell with Antichrist out of America. You think NAR wants to hear that? No. I listened last night. Just, I don't want to pay attention to this stuff. But on the other hand, it's my responsibility, my duty to at least know what I'm talking about. I can't talk about all things because there's too much to research, too much to know. 
So I, God has put me in a, a specific path, and on that path, I can view things as I walk by, as I move down that path. You have these young non-profit women talking about, we are going into seven years of plenty. Seven years where God is going to bless His people and give this riches, your heart's desire, basically. Well, I don't listen to these young female prophets like that. They're showy. They're arrogant. Like the men. Have nothing against women. I have everything. I, I am just... You might say vexed, sore by errant people who feel they are something that they are called by God to prophesy false prophecies. I'm vexed, sore, vanity, I'm full of vanity. Just these people are full of vanity, vain in their speaking. We're going to seven years of plenty. And then she says, yeah, but the economy is bad and blah, 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 blah. Well, these are the type of people Christ said you're to run. Run. The children of Israel, when the abomination of desolation stands in the holy place, they're to run. They're to flee. Jump the Jordan River to the east. Get into Petra. Into Jordan. And in the, in the Christian churches, you hear people like this, run. You better run. Turn them, mark them out. Don't listen to what they say because their prophecies are false prophecies sent by the devil, deceived by the devil. Though they may be Christian, they may be born again. Again, they're not building anything on the teachings of Jesus Christ in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. It's all about their own vain imaginations. Verse 3 of Amos chapter 3. Can two walk together except they be agreed? You can't. To walk together you have to have a same view, a same objective. We're in the end days. I can't walk with many people because they're th saying 10 years, 20 years out, 30 years out. I can't walk with them. I can't walk with many of my friends because they are pre-trib believers. They say we're going to be removed from hardship. And I say we're going to move into hardship. So I'm preparing for hardship. They're preparing to be removed. I can't walk with them. There's no walking together. Because they're brothers. I accept them as brothers. They hold a position that I don't hold. There's no sense in me tangling with them, trying to convert them, 
trying to change their view. It's a religious spirit. It's a doctrine of demons. This matter of a new apostolic reform, they have been deceived by the doctrine of demons, a rapture. I just found out my daughter was telling me that she was at a Baptist church during their high school years, private school. I just found out the other night that uh, <laughs> she wrote a, a uh, for one of her classes, she had to write it. Uh, something on a view. So she wrote on a pre, uh, on a no trib rapture. That was her her I guess her what she had to write her whatever you call it. She turned it in, and the teacher got so offended that she was at the top of the class, and he said, "Well." I can't flunk you, but I've got to give you at least a C. And he, they were appalled that she didn't believe there was a rapture. Well, the Baptist church believed in the rapture. See, the Baptist churches have been fallen, fallen into the doctrine of demons. There's going to be a rapture. We have family members that are Baptist. They hold the doctrine of demons. There will be a rapture. There will be no hardship. And they're fairly well off. Well, they're fairly well off. Uh, well, I should put it this way. When there's no rapture, and when the thief comes to stick his hand into the nest to steal the gold eggs, that will wake them up. Doctrine of demons. Taking over the world for Jesus Christ. Doctrine of demons. I'm telling you, too many doctrines of demons. I'm going to take a short break. We'll be right back and continue. Sunday, 
9 to noon, here on 1360 AM radio, I host the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. The podcasts for this program, and also I host Monday through Friday from 2 to 3, the Present Truth Program. And so both programs are on 1360khnc.com. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Peter talked about knowing the present truth. This is why I named the weekday program the present truth. There always there's always been a present truth. At the time that Peter wrote this, he said that the truth was now that Messiah had come, had died, had raised from the dead. The present truth was man had an oper- had now the way in which to have their sins forgiven. The Holy Spirit was available to anyone who would pray and ask Christ to come live inside of them to repent of their sins. They would be forgiven. Christ would live in them. There was a manner of righteousness which was not the righteousness of the self, but Christ would now be our righteousness. That was a present truth for them at that time. For this time, there's a present truth. We are in the last decade, early in the last decade before Christ returns. The present truth is Israel must begin the campaign against the terrorists within Israel and in the surrounding area. This takes place in the time of birth pains in Matthew chapter 24 in the last decade. And then Russia is going to attack Israel in the Middle East. It's going to move, come down in the Middle East with Iran, other nations, Azerbaijan, I think, is now joining with Russia, Turkey, Ethiopia from Africa, Libya from Africa. They're going to be there at the Gog-Magog War, a present truth. The Antichrist is alive. He's been in power. And he's left a position of power. He'll return to a position of power. Present truth. The AI technology needed for uh, a system where you can't buy and sell unless you have a mark, a name, a number. It's a present truth. It exists. And what are the family of God in America, what are they doing? Planning to take over the world, which is a present truth. Will they do it? No. Why won't they do it? 
Why won't they take over the world? Because that is Christ's responsibility. That is what He is coming to do. He's coming with ten thousands and thousands of people, His saints with Him. No. What is coming is I try to not be too much but I have to be faithful to the Lord. It's in the Bible. The great martyrdom is coming. I hate to talk about this. I was going to talk about this in 1986. At that time I was involved with the vineyard movement. I was never a member, but I was involved down in Denver, in Aurora, and one of the messages at that time I was going to give, the coming martyrdom in the United States of America, the American Christians, Catholic, Lutheran, Evangelical, Christian is Christian, and by Antichrist. And I didn't. Uh, I we something happened, and we uh, a shaking took place, and I think that was the last time I had ever gone to the. Wimber uh, fellowships. That was shaken. The winds, the rains, and the floods came and shook the vineyard fellowships. They are basically non-existent. And as Wimber, because he wasn't faithful and would he felt the Lord gave him to do. What he built didn't pass the test. And it's the same happening with the fellowship, the IHOP, International House of Prayer, ministry, church, I call it a work, it's being shaken. Everything's going to be shaken. So that is a present truth. The present truth is in Amos chapter 3, verse 3 Can two walk together except they be agreed? It's impossible. The churches in this country the assemblies. Every fellowship is walking in its own direction. There are those ministries that are walking in the direction that Christ commanded them to walk. They are preaching the gospel. They are staying true to the word. They are doing the work that Christ called us to do, preach the gospel, baptize in the name of the baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, 
And there are those ministries, little ministries that men were ordained to begin to help their those members in those ministries to grow and to be light and salt, to be effective in society, but to keep themselves separate from the evils of the society. Yes, there are those fellowships. They're right here in northern Colorado. But very few in the charismatic slash Pentecostal churches. Most are tied into a philosophy, a doctrine of demon. Another doctrine of demon is we're going to take over the world, a dominionist philosophy. I should explain more exactly what that means. I'm going to do another program on that. It is a doctrine of demons along with the rapture theory. It's a doctrine of demons. Paul warned us against these doctrines of demons. America is not in the Bible. We are a land where we're going to be a wilderness where people come to be protected from the coming Antichrist. No, we are the land of the coming Antichrist. This is difficult, but it's honest, it's true. This way, those who listen can begin to prepare yourselves for what's coming. It's very simple, not difficult. Your conduct, your way of life has to change. Your, what is important to you, you need to test. Is it, is it necessary right now to begin to build your own little empire or to build uh, a 8,000 square foot home or whatever it is? Each of, even it's different with everybody. The prophets that God is calling to lead His people are prophets that are holy, that are righteous, that have no guile. Their heart is right. They do not look at people as a source of anything. They live by their conscience. They are people who fear God. And this is where most Christians miss their relationship with Christ. They don't fear God. They don't fear Him. In the fellowships where I began my early Christian life, I began to see the Holy Spirit in a new way. I realized that He was displeased with many things that I was doing. 
But I had no way to be free until I was actually uh, one night just by being baptized the demons in me left. Many of the demons in many of the Christian people today are still there. But upon being water baptized and consecrating my life to Christ, and I mean with all sincerity, on the night that I was baptized, I told, said, Lord, I had the first 25 years, but now I give the rest of my life to you, whatever you decide, amen. And that consecration, God has been faithful to, he, he, uh, he knew that this kind of consecration you have not just me but others when you submit yourself to the Lord it is the beginning of a life of freedom freedom freed from that point forward never been I, he told me I was never to ever be drunk, do drugs that were not prescribed, to have a relationship with women outside of marriage. And he gave me the grace to obey what he asked. And then as time goes on, he basically gives me a simple command. Just follow me every day. Look for me, find me in each day. Very simple. Not, don't think about a month out, a week out, or a week, a month, a year out, just every day. And I walked with the Lord for a year, two years, well, a year and a half almost in Berkeley, California. Then my next step is he sent me to Huntington Beach for about three months. Then the next step was, not knowing, he sent me back to Colorado. Then the next step was, one night on Father's Day, I asked my wife to marry me. The next step is we're part of the fellowship for about another year and a half. And then he starts to move me away and separate me from the fellowship. And then we move to Western Wyoming. And he separates me from all fellowships. From 1979 to the present, I have never been a member in any fellowship. God has, would not allow it with me. I could, and I have worked with fellowships. I have worked with pastors. I have gone in to assist. But even then, I was not a member. I was a helper. My ministry was to help and minister to whoever, whenever God asked me to help. 
I didn't plan to start my own ministry. But then, 1988, September roughly, the Lord tells me I'm going to start a ministry. I didn't do anything. I don't know how to start a ministry. I don't know what that's all about. What does it mean, start a ministry? What am I going to minister to? He didn't tell me to start a church, just a ministry. Then, 2001, what's that, about uh, 13 years later, the Lord gives me the exact day to begin my ministry. And He gives me the exact name of my ministry, Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. Gives me the day, I begin that. One of the first things I did in the ministry was on July 4, 2001. The Lord told me that I had a friend and his wife that wanted to do a outreach at Civic Park there in Denver on the 4th of July. They asked me to help them, and I said, no, nah, no. Nah. And I walked out of their home on a Friday night, the night that I began my ministry. I walked out of their home. The Lord said, you have ministry in Denver. You go tell them you will help them. I went back in the house told them, okay, listen, tell you what, I'll help you for the outreach on July 4th. And they said, okay, you're going to be the first speaker. I said, okay. And all through that next, from June 2nd to July 4th, just roughly a month, the winds, the rains, and the floods would come, and they say, well, we decided not to do it. It's too much. I said, no, you've got to do it. And the reason I knew... They had to do it is because the Lord told me, you need to speak from that civic park on July 4th in the city of Denver. You need to speak something. And the Lord gave me exactly what to speak. So it was on, it was off. It was on, it was off. We can't do it because we need $10,000 worth of insurance. We can't do it because we need to hire uh, 10 police officers at at $250 for uh, like four hours. We can't do it because of this. We need insurance. We can't do it because of that. We don't have food. I went around to the local big chains and said, we're going to do an outreach to the homeless. We need buns. We need hot dogs, chips, drinks, blah, blah, blah. And they helped. They assisted. And we thanked them. We didn't have a sound system. Well, we run into people that had the sound system. I'm giving you this testimony because it's day by day by day. We do one day at a time. As God asks us to do something today, we do it. To be an overcomer is not difficult. To prepare for, it's not. It's really not hard to be an overcomer. But you just have to follow the Lord day by day by faith. And with the trouble that's coming. God has a way to do. Strengthen you in your mind. He'll strengthen you in your emotion. He'll strengthen you in your will. He'll strengthen you in your heart, in your intuition, in your conscience, and He will protect you in your flesh, your body. It's very simple. So I knew I had to speak on the 4th of July. By my faith, Everything kept working out because the Lord said, you're going to speak on that day. And on that day, the message I had was to Denver, 
Metro Denver, the Front Range, and Colorado. And that message was Ezekiel chapter 14, 13 and on. The verses I spoke of last week, though Noah, Daniel, and Job dwelt in a city or a nation, they would save themselves only by their own righteousness. They wouldn't save sons or daughters. And on that day, I gave a prophecy to Denver that there would be a great system of Frankenstein's children built in Aurora in the Fitzsimmons hospital area. People would come all from all, all over the world to work there. And they would research the DNA and human beings, people. And a judgment would come to Denver. And up and down the front range, there would be corporations that would all, that would do hidden evil up and down the front range from Colorado Springs and south up to the Wyoming border. And here, it's come to pass. They're going to have a facility in Fort Collins to do research on DNA viruses. It is a program to genocide people in this world. Well, well, they had their program of genocide. We, as God's people, we are to take those people, find them, reach them, and bring them into God's eternal future. Bring them into His kingdom for a short period of time while they have breath into this world that Christ can assist them, help them with the hardships that are coming. And then, in bring them into eternity. That they will have eternal hope. So while the what's happening here in Colorado, there are other visions or, or visions. There are other things that the Holy Spirit has spoken to me about Colorado. They're coming to pass. They have come to pass. Because my calling was here. And I don't like being here. Colorado has been a tough place. It's going to get tougher. Years ago, as many know, I spent about six, seven years in Las Vegas. I loved it. It was just the best. The casinos, I liked going into the restroom, the smell of musty old carpet, cigarette smoke, beer and alcohol, perfume. I loved it. It's me. That's where God called me, and that's where God protected me. That's where I began my radio ministry, speaking to the desert, speaking to the creatures in the desert, to the rocks, to the plants, to the bushes, to the shrubs. And then God brought me back to Colorado, and the Lord, in His wisdom, put me here on this station. We're going to go to the top of the hour, and I'll be back. Hold on. Rick Rodriguez, this visit tomorrow. This is Tammy with Naturally Inspired. That was the last program. And, uh, providers with products and services we. Tr-
it was I had another program in the system and I will I'm doing a new program today so anyhow that's what that was about Insurance, Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health, naturallyinspiredhealthnetwork.com, connecting people with real solutions for health. Bleed stop, clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds, bleed stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular bleed stop website prices. Get yours today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. Mountain High Floors has been Northern Colorado and Southern Wyoming's floor experts for over 30 years. Whether you need new hardwood, sand and finish, laminates, or tile and stone, Mountain High Floors will give you the unsurpassed quality and service you deserve. We do residential, commercial, and custom work. Call 970-545-2844, mention KHNC, and get a 10% discount up to $200. Again, that's 970-545-2844. Oh, in the game. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs, from rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet. Our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. Hey folks, The Rev here. Urban Survival is more than just a well-stocked pantry. It's preparations for contingencies that separate winners from losers. Be sure to attend the Longmont Survival Expo, March 2nd and 3rd at the Boulder County Fairground. It's Northern Colorado's premier event featuring thousands of survival products and subject matter experts. The event will be held in the Exhibit Building at 9595 Nelson Road, Longmont, Colorado. Phone number 970-581-5231. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. 
Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Hot August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. I'm Rick Rodriguez, your host, the founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. The ministry, yeah. And then I um, am furthering my ministry through radio. Every Sunday, 9 to noon, the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section the Olive Tree site or the Present Truth site for the weekday programs. And uh, you can contact me, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. In the previous hours, I have been addressing the New Apostolic Reform Movement, the Kansas City IHOP uh, group, Mike Bickle stepped down. Well, he was basically let go by the Kansas by IHOP, the International House of Prayer, because of uh, 
inappropriate conduct, spiritual conduct. It's not spiritual, sexual. Well, inappropriate spiritual conduct too, actually. A lot of crazy prophecies. Now you see, God has given each of us giftings. We have call we have calling. And God isn't going to repent for the giftings that He gives us. God called Israel to be the family that would represent Him. He's never changed His position. He's not going to apologize for calling the nation of Israel, whether they honor Him or dishonor Him. He's not going to apologize. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. We are not, God is not going to apologize for His children in the body of Christ. We've been called into His kingdom, into His family. We have been gifted with giftings. He's not going to repent for the giftings that He gives us. Whether we honor Him or dishonor Him, He's not going to repent for that. But He will make adjustments so we can be exposed if we're displeasing. There will be negative sanctions, unpleasant punishments, chastisements. What's happening, that's what's happening in Kansas City. The concept, the teachings of the most of the charismatic churches is not in line with the teachings of Christ. More in line with the teachings of men, philosophies of men, and these philosophies and teachings go back to the turn of last century, the late 1800s, and as the years you know, as we move year by year into the future, you add on a new teaching and another teaching. By the time, going back to the time of, the, of Christ, Moses starts out with Ten Commandments, and by the time that Christ comes, you have all these different teachings of the religious world. You can't even number the teachings. And we have the same kind of teachings in the evangelical churches. For baptism, baptized face down, head back, baptized in the swimming pool, baptized in the river, baptized in the Jordan River, you can't be baptized in the lake. No, baptism is baptism. Is baptism. It's not where you're baptized with the water. It's a reality behind baptism. All these different ways. I don't, I don't have a baptismal. But when God tells me that He wants somebody to be baptized, I don't have a baptismal. In the winter, I don't have a river or a lake. So, in reality, I do what they do in Russia and prisons throughout the world. Get a cup of water, put a towel maybe behind the neck, have them lean back, 
and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit with a cup of water. And I'm telling you, I've baptized people like that before. It's not my way. It's just a convenient way to fulfill God's Word. And then I look to see if the baptism was genuine. And yes, the people have the power to move quickly, rapidly, speedily into the things of God in their lives. We're too religious. We're just too religious sometimes. God asks us to do something, we just do it. I remember hearing the story. <clears throat> now these are people that were with William Branham. Was he a Christian? Yes. Was he New Apostolic Reform to a degree? Yes. Strange beliefs? Yes. But nevertheless, a Christian. And I met a man and his wife and daughter that were with Branham back in the 50s. They moved to Colorado. Godly people. Very godly, very holy. Just different, strange doctrine. And they got in between, they got out around Las Vegas, New Mexico on the way into Colorado. This is back in the early 50s. And he got a flat tire. And no cars coming by. And they didn't know what to do. It was kind of in the middle of the day. So he told me they just began to pray and ask the Lord, what do they do? And the Lord, his name was Abel Trujillo. And he asked Mr. Trujillo, he said, or the Lord said, Abel, walk across the street. Walk across the street here, the highway. And he's thinking, that's very odd. There's nothing over there except open field. But the Lord told him again, walk across the, the highway here. Just walk over and look in the ditch. Well, he said after about 15 minutes, he just thought, well, he walked across the highway, looked in the ditch. There was a tire inflated on a rim that fit his car. He took the old tire off, put the new tire on, and drove into Trinidad. But he's a Christian. And he's into strange doctrine, strange teachings. William Brandon was a strange person. But God, because his relationship with the Lord was sincere and holy he was just living by the light that he had, by the knowledge that he had. That's all he was living by. I live by the light or the knowledge or the experience that God has given me. I live by that. It's necessary. It's needed. And if there are any strange doctrines, teachings, theology, eschatology that I'm believing, well, the Lord will show me and then I have to change. But many in the Pentecostal churches are very godly people. They're good people. They're holy people. 
There's no guile with them. I've met many, many, many. I know many. Their theology is different than mine. Eschatology may be different, much different. And their teachings, the doctrines of Christ, are different. I live by what God has shown me to be true. And until the Holy Spirit reveals this to them, I realize I, I'm just, I'm just, I can't walk with them. I'm going to go back to Amos chapter 3, verse 3. This is out of the English, easy English Bible. If two people travel together, they have, they have first agreed to meet together, okay? They have to decide which way to go, and they have to be of the same mind. All through the New Testament, Paul is presenting to the believers his theology, doctrine, eschatology, his practice, what he does as an individual. And he finds those that walk with him. He says, follow me as I follow Christ. This is what we do. We need to find people that we can trust that are following Christ and then we may not be part of their fellowship or whatever, but we find what is holy, godly with them, with me, I say, our righteousness has to be, cannot be the righteousness of the, of the scribes and the Pharisees. Our righteousness has to be in reality. We have to be holy. God is holy. We have to be holy. Things that are impure, things that contaminate us in our mind, emotion, in our will, contaminate our hands, physically touching things that we shouldn't touch. I'll be graphic. Putting uh, A man putting his hands on a woman that is not his wife in a, in a uh, sexual manner, your hands are impure, vice versa. And even, like Christ said, the initial gaze upon a woman, that is just natural. But now, the returning to a gaze is lust. These are subjective things that we live by. So I've met many people, and I know that in the IHOP group, there are many people that are holy, that really are given to the Lord. But their doctrine is why I wouldn't be able, for the most part, to go from point A to point B with them. Now, let's go to verse 4 of Amos chapter 3. If a lion roars in the forest, it means he has killed an animal to eat. And you better stay away from his dance. Stay away. Because he's going to protect that 
prey. So if you hear an animal roar in the forest, it's be caution. A young roar, a young lion <clears throat> does not shout unless he has caught something. So whenever you hear the roar of a lion, fortunately we won't hear that roar. The principle. Verse 5. If there is no food in the trap, a bird will not fly into it. If the door of the trap closes, it means that it has caught something. Traps. Verse 6. Also, if the people in the city hear a trumpet sound, they become very afraid. If bad trouble comes to a city, it means that the Lord has sent it. This is true. The Lord has sent the problem to IHOP International. The Lord sent the problem to, or uh, the, the Lord sent trouble to the Vineyard Ministries. When it came, it destroyed the ministries. With the death of John Wimber, that was it for the vineyards. We're watching the death of IHOP. And there are going to be there are going to be those people who make money. Do you realize how much money comes in from international assemblies? It's about money. It's a business. It's a business. Lester Summerall, he started the Lisey uh, Ministries, bought a radio station, or he built a radio station down in South Denver. He was very righteous and upright while he was alive. But there were some doctrines that are not in line with Christ's teachings, but he was holy. They have continued, I think, as a ministry, radio. But I couldn't walk with them. And because my eschatology is too different. My eschatology is not radical. People think that it's radical. It's not radical. My eschatology is reality. It's not radical to say that the United States is in the Bible. It is real realistic. It's not radical to say that Israel must win these battles with these terrorists, these extreme terrorists. It is realistic. In Psalm 83, God says these people are his enemies, these radical extremists. They're God's enemies. Does God have enemies? Yes, he does. Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. Esau is one of the families involved in this conflict in the Gaza. It's a punishment on the Ishmael 
and Esau's lineages that are in present-day Gaza. God said he will protect the women and the children. But the soldiers, the men, are going to die in the fields. They're enemies of God. He says that about what's going to happen in Lebanon, Syria, present-day Jordan. They're going to die in the field. When Russia, with her company of nations, they're going to die in the open field in present-day Jordan. They're going to be buried. The Russians and the Iranians and the Ethiopians and the Libyans and all the other nations that come with Russia, they're going to die in the open and the bodies are going to be buried correctly to cleanse the land. In Gaza, many of the people dying underground in these tunnels, that's their grave. They'll have no proper burial. They're never going to come to have, see their families to be buried properly. They're going to remain in the rubble till years later when that rubble is removed, they find the bodies or the bones. Israel is finding and returning and marking where these bodies are so that the Palestinian or the uh, enemy, the terrorists can come and retrieve those bodies. Do you think that's happening with the extremist terrorists with the Jewish people and the hostages? God has commanded Israel to live on a different standard. Whether we want to believe that they're living that to that standard or not, well, I'm not going to try to convince you. I know. Moses still... That nation is very steep in the teachings of Moses. They don't know that the teachings of Christ, Christ's house has more glory than the house of Moses. Christ is the very God of Israel. The Jewish people are still blind to that. Not all of them, most of them. The majority Going back to Amos 3, verse 7. Trouble has come to America. Trouble has come to IHOP. Trouble came to Rick Joyner. I'm sorry, not Rick Joyner. It's going to come to Rick Joyner. It's come, it came to, to uh, John Wimber, Rabbi Zacharias. came to these people. And it's coming to the churches in America. Verse 7. Before the Lord God, Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, the God of His earthly armies and His heavenly army, the church in the body of Christ, before Yahweh Sabaoth decides to send trouble Trouble is coming to the American evangelical, the to the church in Thyatira, the Catholics, the church in Pergamos, the Greeks, to the church in 
Sardis, the the, uh, Lutherans. Trouble is coming to all the Christian lampstands in the United States of America. Trouble is coming. Before the Lord decides to send trouble, He first tells His prophets about it. The true prophets of God are warning the family of God, the children of God, trouble is coming to this country. It has already come. Trouble is sweeping the country. And before the trouble escalates, God must warn His family members, His children, through His servants, His prophets, the holy prophets, the holy and righteous prophets, not the false, ego-filled, vain, vexing individuals that have not been called by God. They have self-appointed themselves to be... I want to be a prophetess. I want to be a prophet, so I'm going to be. We all have... We all have the anointing. We all have intuitive ability. But not everybody has been called into a position as a prophet. Someone who announces to the family of God what God intends to do. Amos 3.7 God will not do anything until... He has warned the prophets, and the prophets have warned, the true prophets have warned God's family. Once they've been warned, then the trouble comes. The trouble comes once the family has been warned. It is, it is difficult to walk with someone when you don't have the same view and direction and the way to reach and to uh, end up where you're heading. We're going to be back to finish the program in just a few minutes. Till then, the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. We'll be right back. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360khnc.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. 
Mountain High Floors has been Northern Colorado and Southern Wyoming's floor experts for over 30 years. Whether you need new hardwood, sand and finish, laminates, or tile and stone, Mountain High Floors will give you the unsurpassed quality and service you deserve. We do residential, commercial, and custom work. Call 970-545-2844, mention KHNC, and get a 10% discount up to $200. Again, that's 970-545-2844. Oh, and again. Hey, honey, I've been looking all over for you. The radio says there's an emergency. What are you doing down here? I heard that, too. So I'm down here checking our preps, making sure we got enough Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. I hope we do. We need Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. It's so sweet and creamy, comes in all the flavors I love, and it's essential in an emergency. Yeah, and it melts in your mouth. They have vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, and a lot of other exciting flavors. It needs no refrigeration, and it lasts for 25 years. But I can't find it anywhere. Mom, Dad, I have something to tell you. I ate all the Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. No! Don't let this happen to your family. You need good snacks and treats for the moments that matter, especially when it's ice cream that doesn't melt. Go to RockyMountainFreezeDry.com and stock up on Rocky Mountain Freeze-Dry ice cream and candy today. Again, the website is RockyMountainFreezeDry.com. Hey folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. Oh, a happy day. Okay, final 30 minutes for today's program. The podcast, 1360khnc.com. Contact me at Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. So, um, before the Holy Spirit, before God does anything he must warn his people he is warning his people he is warning us that we are in the period of time before the tribulation in the time of birth pains and sorrows this world the sin of the world is causing a torque on the systems of the world a, a a torque like the place of the earth under a lot of pressure and once they slip then you have 
destruction and devastation. When this torque or this pressure at the right time, this matter of birth pains and sorrow like a woman given woman given birth, the child will be born. And the child in this example is the tribulation. And here we have throughout this country and most of the churches there isn't a warning though the lion has roared God is roaring clearly the economy is unstable we're in depression you know some say well we're just in a mild recession no we're in a mild depression and the depression is going to get worse the wars that have begun in the Middle East that began in 2022 the war in Ukraine these wars will never end these wars, we are at the beginning of what Christ said in Matthew 24. There will be rumors of wars, wars and rumors of wars. There are no longer rumors. Now the rumors have become wars. The lion is roaring. Christ is saying very clearly that the hardships of the time preceding tribulation has begun we're in already the hardships that precede tribulation and like I was saying earlier that we can begin to exercise unto holiness day by day little by little you know, people say, well, what is the Spirit? How do I walk in the Spirit? Well, it's very simple. Your conscience is in the Spirit. Your Spirit is a three-part compartment. And in that compartment, you have your heart. You have your Spirit. I'm sorry, you have your heart, your conscience, and your intuition. Your conscience, when you're speeding and you look down, well, your conscience is telling you, I'm going over the speed limit. Everybody knows that. Or when you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, your conscience tells you, that's your spirit, but we ignore our conscience. We believers, once we meet the, once the Holy Spirit indwells us, our conscience becomes even more sensitive. You know, be walking in spirit. I remember a, a woman gave an example. You and someone are heading toward the door of a building, and you need to get inside, and you need to get about your business. But for you to stop and just take that time to open the door, and that polite gesture right there, that is walking in the spirit because it takes effort on your part to kill your flesh 
to kill your soul and to yield to the Holy Spirit. Kindness. When you're kind, you're walking in the Spirit. I have to walk in the Spirit all the time because I'm not a very kind person, especially when I'm on the road. Well, I I don't run people off the road, at least not nowadays. I did. I used to do that back years ago when I drove a semi. Back when I was first saved, I couldn't pass people on a hill. They go up and down a hill, up and down, up and down. Going down, I'd get momentum, and these people would cut me off. So I just ran them off the road. I don't do it anymore, so I wouldn't recommend you do it either. You're going to get in trouble. You got eyes everywhere, eyes in the sky. So I'm kind now, but I wasn't back then. And to be polite, that's in the being in the spirit, generally. Now you can be over, what's the word I'm looking for? You can be too much in your soul, and you can be just too polite. Or, oh, I wish I could give you an example. Some people are just born very kind. Well, the Holy Spirit will transform you in that part of your nature. Your nature has to be conformed, whether it's a good nature or a bad nature. You're a good person or a bad person. You're a bad person, He'll transform your nature to be kind person. If you're overly kind, He'll teach you and transform you to be what you should be. If the Lord decides to send trouble, He tells His prophets. Then verse 8, So now the lion has roared. I'm saying, the lion has roared on the the IHOP crowd. The lion has roared. Many are saying, well, this was the devil. The devil got in. Or was it God coming to shake? Was there some things that God, teachings, along with maybe sexual things by the main leader, inappropriate behavior, behavior? How about their doctrine? How about their eschatology? How about their theology? <clears throat> Has that been shaken? So now the lion has roared. Everyone should be afraid. The Lord Yahweh Sabaoth has spoken, so his prophets must tell his message. Throughout this country, the prophets, the righteous, true, holy prophets that are not in the NAR crowd. There are prophets outside exposing the false prophets in that organization and in the organizations that are tied into the IHOP crowd. 
the Toronto people, the Pensacola people, uh, you have to be very discerning to know, well, not discerning, all of these Pentecostal churches that are on Christian television, YouTube, that uh, have this thought that there are apostles and prophets and they're ordained to be apostles and prophets or they're called to be apostles, prophets. The thing is, you can't just choose. Apostles, again, they are the ones who were required to take the teachings of Christ in their purity and present these teachings to God's children. They protect sound theology, sound doctrine. They took the teachings of Christ. Paul, that was his main duty. Take the teachings of Christ to the Gentiles and to the Jewish people whenever. The apostles are servants. They're not necessarily there to be served. They are servants. And their word, their their message isn't, you know, a message that Jesus loves you. Their, their message is like, uh, I remember Watchman Nee, hearing about Watchman Nee. He had within the Chinese churches that he oversaw they were inner life he wasn't too involved in the giftings as far as power gifts casting out of demons things of that he was more very inner life abiding in the vine life and one day someone came to him and said Brother Nee, if I follow Christ, will he keep my rice dish full? And Nee told the young person, if you follow Christ, he'll probably break your bowl. In other words, the Christian life, people think it's going to be just a joyous, there's not going to be any hardship, Christ will take care of our every need, no, if you follow the Lord, you're going to be persecuted. You're going to be disliked. You're going to be hated. You're going to suffer because you identify with Him. People will uh, mock you. Then if you follow Christ, then the spiritual world gets involved. Demons, attacks by spirits. So, but the thing is, Christ said that if you're going to build a house or a tower, count the cost. Because if you don't count the cost and you start the building, either the tower or a house, and you don't finish, your friends are going to laugh at you. Then he said, in the matter of warfare, if you know your enemy has 20,000 troops... You have to consider the cost. 
Can I go to war with my enemy who has 20,000 troops and I only have 10,000? Count the cost. And for Christians that have been in Christ for a long time, years and years, maybe some a decade, some maybe new in Christ, you have to count the cost of what it means to serve the Lord. Because the Lord Himself stated it's going to be difficult. You're going to be hated. You're going to be despised. You're going to be probably, you're probably going to die. This is the, this is what happens in the, Islam, the nations, in the Islamic regions of the world. They count the cost. Because generally, those in Islam murder them. We're in a country where, fortunately, at this time, that doesn't happen. But when you count the cost, in this, in this life, you have access to the Holy Spirit to help you in your distress, in your troubles, to help you, to provide for you in your needs. He doesn't promise anything other than the food for this day, the daily bread for this day, but that we're to pray that we're not led into temptation, we're delivered from the evil one, from the evil ones. But, because He has a plan with us, it is His responsibility to take care of us. We are more precious to Him than the sparrows in the field. And he, they eat daily. He takes care of them. Why wouldn't he take care of us? Is he going to give you, make us rich like Creflo Dollar? Like, like uh, T.D. Jakes? Like these people? No. Like, uh, oh man, I, I better not start. Anyhow. Count the cost. The rewards, I guarantee you, there will be God's help in this life, and the rewards are stored for you in the millennial kingdom. And there we will rule and reign with Him. This is not far away. Within 10 years, we're going to be in our new bodies our new eternal bodies in eternity, in the kingdom of heaven. And there we're going to rule and reign with Him. That seems to be too nebulous, too far out. Well, going back to what I had stated earlier, one day, this day, one of the principles, think not be anxious for nothing. Don't think about tomorrow what's going to happen. You don't know. There's no sense in you being anxious for tomorrow. There's enough evil in this day. Just be obedient to God in this day. Tomorrow's going to take care of itself. 
God has already planned to meet you tomorrow. I was going to say that um, with, you know, all of us are going to have, there's going to be um, someone that we love that's going to die, pass away, no longer be here. Well, as, t- as we, as things begin to happen, when I had to think about this, because it's a principle that Moses gave the children of Israel. Back then, if someone died, there was mourning for 30 days. But after that, the mourning was to cease. The grieving was to end. You're going to miss the person. There's going to be a void. But the grieving, there had to be a, an end to that grieving. You're not going to forget. You're going to have memories. But after the 30 days, God has to put a limit on our on that loss. Because if we continue to you know uh, if we can't move away from that heart the, the loss, then what happens is Christ always goes on and we need to stay in step with him. Because even though there's a loss, God will still, there are experiences in Christ that are very important for our present and our future. I know through my life, my father, my mother, my wife's father, people that I knew, that I grew up with, you grieve, but I know that grieving can work against us. And Christ is going to continue each day to visit us. And we have to expect, even in our grieving, that God will visit, teach us lessons. That's His way. The sun has to come up every day. The, the whole earth depends on it. The rains have to come. The experiences have to take place. And... If we, if we get locked into a place of grief, it can really harm us because it steals the experiences of Christ, the new experiences that Christ and the new revelations that Christ wants to give us. It steals these important visits with God. And in the time that's coming... When your family members go to be with the Lord, grieve, but remember, the grieving can work against you. It can keep you from experiencing the new things that God is going to do with you, the new places where you need to be, the new classrooms where He's going to teach you something. It's what he does. He's teacher. He teaches us in grief. 
He teaches us in joy. He teaches us in war. He teaches us in peace. It's what God does. This is why the Christian people don't realize this God that we, we that lives inside of us, we don't really understand because Satan blinds our minds to understand who this Messiah, who this Jesus, who this Yeshua is. Because the more revelation, the more visits of God daily, the greater your faith, the greater your strength and walk with the Lord. As God visits, He doesn't come to just visit to say hi and leave. He comes to visit to add faith, to add strength, to give you purpose, to give you direction, to show you things you need to see. These visits are very important. And Satan doesn't want Christ to come to visit. And if you're stuck in grief, and if you're going to be stuck in grief in the coming time that we're going into, you will miss these places, these experiences, these visits by God. God uh, Paul said that God causes all things to work together for good to those that love Him. He will use this for good. God has spoken and is speaking to this land. Hardship is coming. To be strengthened and ready for the hardships, you must wait each day and pray each day for those experiences. I go to get fuel. I say, Lord, where should I get gas? Where, should I, where do I fill up today? Or if I'm going to get something uh, to eat, and I'm on the road. Lord, should I go to this place, that place, this place, that place? And I'm, asked, I'm inviting him to help me make decisions every day on everything. I'm planning some things in the near future. I'm asking God to help me see things clearly, to give me insight, to give me revelation, to show me exactly what steps to take, direction to go. This is how He wants to be involved with each of us daily in every decision we make. The counsel of the, of the, uh, the, counsel of the Lord shall stand. We have many devices in our heart, but His counsel will stand. So every day, to grow and to be ready for what's, the time is coming, allow the Lord to help you make decisions even just the most, you know, if you're going to, uh, oh my gosh, where do I even begin? Well, we are pretty much done for today. God wants to visit His people above all things. The Lord Jesus wants to be part of everything that you do, to be involved in everything that you're doing. You have, he's planning the classrooms for you to be, uh, to be seated in. You have to be teachable. So, for now, God bless you. God bless you. God keep you. I will visit with you next week.
Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. So I'm finishing out. God bless you. Visit, visit next week. Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown,